Hello, everyone, and welcome back to It Gets Better, the podcast. Actually, let me scoot my microphone a little closer. I feel like I was a little far away. Um, okay, yesterday we got right into the... Oh, okay, let's not say we got right into it. And also, for you guys, it wasn't yesterday. Um, last time you heard from me, uh, we were doing the Ask Me Anything Manifest Part 1. It ended up going a little longer than I wanted, and I was about to say, I said I would got right into. No, we all know I rambled for a good 15 minutes before we started that episode. Today, we are back with Ask Me Anything Manifest Questions Part 2. And today, we are going to get right into it. I don't want to waste any more of your time. You're like, girl, I don't need all the little details of what you're drinking and all that random stuff. So let's just get right into it. If you haven't heard part one, I definitely recommend, but you also could listen in any order because I'm just, basically what I did is I asked you guys for your questions about manifestation, manifestation, law of attraction, all that stuff, and I'm just going to be answering the ones that are left. Hopefully today's won't be as long for you, but we'll see. You know I like to talk. So the very first question I'm gonna answer is what's a manifestation you've never shared with us? And I do feel like I've shared most of them, but I realize on the podcast night, not everyone has heard every story. So I think for the most part, most people have heard the Avalon one, but I'm going to share that just in case for anyone who's new. That is definitely my biggest thing that kind of started me with manifestation was when I was in my early 20s, I was at my brokest. I was no, I had no idea what law of attraction, manifestation, any of that was. I had never worked on myself. I didn't really understand any of that concept. And I was introduced to people who taught me about law of attraction and they told me to watch The Secret. And I'm so grateful for them for teaching me or to convince me to watch the movie on Netflix, even though it's definitely a bit cheesy. And I know a lot of people from the movie The Secret, apparently, I don't know if this is completely true, but I have heard that a lot of the people that are speakers in the the movie the secret are like not good people and some of them have been like they've they've been seen as like fraudulent and if that is true that doesn't mean even though that is really sad to find that out that doesn't mean like the words um in the secret don't still resonate and obviously there's also the book and you know it comes from the book the secret so you could always also read the book and I probably should read it myself but at the time I had watched it on Netflix and it really got me into law of attraction and manifesting and my I wasn't really, I wasn't really into believing it, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. And so I decided to kind of go all in and just see what happened if I did allow myself to believe in something so different and unique. Because I had also read Big Magic and Elizabeth Gilbert talks about you have to believe in magic to receive magic. Like if someone doesn't believe in it, of course it's not going to exist for them. So I decided to just kind of let myself see what happens. And I was trying to manifest just an overall better life for myself. And one day there was a contest on the radio for this place called Avalon, which was a new development in Georgia, which was a massive outdoor mall, kind of like the Americana or um, what are those big ones? Like things in like road what are those big malls in California everyone knows? I'm sure you know what I mean. Just like those big outdoor massive malls. And it had like a Whole Foods as well. And movie theaters, restaurants, tons of fitness centers. Every store imaginable. And on top was a luxury apartment complex. And since it was a new development, and this was around the time that social media was just getting started, they were looking for someone to live there for free for an entire year, as well as giving them $70,000 to spend throughout that year on the property. Um, in In exchange for living there, you would just document 
what it was like to live in their at Avalon on your social media and I was like oh my gosh in my gut this it like intuitively felt like it was for me so I decided that was what I was going to try to manifest so of course my first time ever trying to manifest I go with something massive and you know life-changing um but that I won it in the end. I did win that contest. I won, I lived there for free for an entire year and I documented it on social media and it completely changed my life. Um, I have a whole story about that on my podcast as well and on YouTube, but so I won't go into too much detail, but a few things that I also manifested while I was in Avalon or just one main thing was becoming a full-time content creator. Once I was living at this Avalon property and I was documenting my life living there on, on like on social media, I realized how much I loved sharing my life on social media. I wasn't an influencer before this. I mean, I had posted a full a few YouTube videos. A few of you guys um, have followed me from there and voted for me in the contest, which is crazy. But when I entered the contest, I think I had 3,000 YouTube subscribers at the time. So obviously, I was not like a proper influencer. Um, and that was my that was my audience. So I wasn't play, I wasn't like a full time influencer or anything like that. I was just doing it for fun. But when I was living at Avalon, people at that time were starting to become like full time YouTubers. And so I made it a goal of mine once I won Avalon to manifest a full time job as being a YouTuber. And that was just the a big goal for me to go from three three thousand to wanting before I left Avalon for it to be my full time job. But I hustled. I listened to every gut feeling, every intuitive thought, and I just ran with it. I was hustling. I was posting three times a week back then, sometimes more. And I remember it was about September, and I think I had gotten to 15,000 subscribers, which is still, that's an amazing amount of people, but definitely not a place where it could be my full-time job. And then it was, I think it was early October that Bethany Moda came out with her clothing line. Um, if you guys remember at Aeropostale, she had like a clothing line and I just knew I had this gut feeling again, kind of like I did with Avalon, like that this was my moment. I really feel like when you have a light bulb moment, often we hear that we, we have those moments and then we think, oh, that's too good to be true or, and that's a cool idea, but like, that's not for me. Like we kind of doubt ourselves, run with those light bulb moments because I had this light bulb moment, like, oh my gosh, this is it. Because back then there were these things called video replies on YouTube, if you remember, where you could literally make a video and reply make a reply to another video because this was back in 2015. So I woke up at five in the morning and I made sure I was at the store when Aeropostale opened, which I don't even remember time when they opened, but I was fully ready before I even went because I documented, like I videoed myself going to Aeropostale, picking out my clothes from Bethany Moda, and I did not have a lot of money back then. So I used the money that I had to buy every item in her collection. And I remember thinking when I got there, I thought the line was going to be like wrapped around the store and things were going to sell out really quickly. So I wasn't going to be able to get it. That's why I thought I had to get up so early. And I was the first one in the store. Um, There was not this massive line. So I guess I, you know, (laughs) whatever, it still worked out. So I went to the store. I bought every single thing in her collection, which was not easy for me to do. I remember it was like all of the money I had at the time. You know, I was making, I had better money than I did when I moved into Avalon, but I definitely wasn't making good money. I was doing photography at the time and I was making enough money as I could. But with Avalon, I had to document so much of my life that I didn't really have a lot of time to go and do a million photo shoots like I had before. So it was a lot of like saving and then also, of course, using the Avalon money to sustain myself throughout the year. 
So I did it anyways. I trusted my gut. I invested in myself and I posted, I literally went, I filmed the video that day. I edited it and I posted it all within the same day. And I video replied to Bethany Moda's announcement video of her clothing launch. And then I also tweeted it out to her on Twitter back when I had Twitter and she reposted it uh, on Twitter. And I don't know what happened, but that video just blew up. I don't remember the, the, the view count because it's no longer on my channel, unfortunately, but I went from 15,000 subscribers to a hundred thousand subscribers within like the next week it was insane i'm pretty sure i gained like thirty thousand that day and there were so many youtubers that i had been friends with that were like posting these kind of like petty comments that were clearly towards me and it's fine they were like oh my gosh buying youtube subscribers is not a cool thing don't do that guys it's so obvious because it probably did look like I had bought those subscribers because it came all of a sudden, but the video blew up. It had millions of views. Um, and then obviously everyone realized I definitely did not buy subscribers because those people all started watching all of my videos and all of my views started going up. And then overnight, basically YouTube had become my full-time job. I was reached out to by a YouTube network, which that was like the thing back then. And the YouTube, the YouTube network that reached out to me was a huge, um, manager. Actually, I'll just say his name. Jordan Morona was my YouTube partner back then. If you don't know jo Jordan Morona, it, I think he is, or he was Tana Mojo's like uh, YouTube manager for a very long time. Um, and they kind of didn't, they, they had like a TV show together recently, but you, uh, Jordan was really helpful back then. And he helped me so much to continue with my success and keep my channel going um, like as soon as I blew up like that he reached out and he helped me so much um, and he helped me kind of turn it into a career almost instantly and by the time from that time in October to the time I moved out of Avalon I had was able to save enough money that when Avalon was over the free apartment I did not have to move back home and I was able to do YouTube as my job from there on out and I have never looked back which is the weirdest thing ever and it's all because I took a chance and at one light bulb moment and made one random video so you never really know when that crazy luck can strike but you just have to be willing to go after it uh, so yeah that's basically how I became a youtuber and it's wild so I wish that you know I don't think things happen as quickly like that for me now I wish but it was it was so cool and I am so grateful um and it really kind of showed me what manifestation can do and not just manifestation but hard work believing in yourself because it some people I remember back then were kind of like some of my friends had been kind of petty about it which I do not have any hard feelings towards them we've all talked about it way since then I think it was just kind of you know we were all working so hard at our channels and when someone blows up like that it's easy to feel jealous and jealousy does not mean you're a bad person jealousy does not make you a bad person at all jealousy is normal I feel jealousy all the time um, just know that when you are jealous it does, it's usually a sign that you want something and not a sign that someone else is doing something wrong so for me now a little side note is when I am jealous about something I remember to still treat that person with kindness and know that if I if someone has something and I'm jealous of them and I treat them poorly, that is me literally telling the universe that I feel that I'm not worthy of the success they just they just got. When instead, if I cheer someone on when they're feeling successful and they're having their moment and I'm happy for them, that is me showing the universe that I am grateful for what I have, but I also am confident in my ability to be successful while someone else is still being successful versus making the universe 
seem that I feel that only one of us could have success, you know? So I think that's a really big thing to think about when you are jealous is that you can use that for your higher self and your better to better yourself if you can try to turn it into a positive, um, which is something that I really feel like is a little gem for manifesting. Whenever I feel jealous now, I'm like, nope, don't be mean. Don't be spiteful. This is actually a sign that I want this too, or something about this is calling to my intuition and that I should cheer them on and show the universe like, you know, I'm ready for this too. Um, so yeah, that was a big thing that I manifested that I was really happy with. And then also moving out of my hometown, I did move to Columbus, Ohio after, um, Avalon was over and that was a that was really tough as well moving out of your home state or your hometown is really tough a lot of people ask me you know in the part one how to manifest moving to another city or state and I talked a lot about that but it that also was a bit of a manifestation because I I knew that I didn't want to live somewhere like Columbus, Ohio forever, but I just knew that I needed to live somewhere that was new for me and that I could afford. And I do believe that because I moved to Columbus, Ohio, and I was willing to try something new, that it was signaling to the universe that I was willing to give things a shot. And because of that, I really feel like that helped just my overall manifest manifestation journey and where I am now. So anyways, that was a little longer than I planned to, but that's okay. The next question is, what is something you are currently working on manifesting? And that's something I talked about in part one and that I'm trying to get back to is I am really happy with where I'm at right now. And I think that's a great thing. Being being grateful and happy is wonderful. But I do want to get back to feeling, having big goals for myself. I think with everything last year with my mom, I kind of lost sight of some of my bigger goals and kind of felt you know, down for a while, depressed technically. And through therapy and just getting back to myself, I'm starting to remember that I do have these big goals that I want to get back to. But at this moment, there isn't anything necessarily that I can think of at this time. I do know I want to manifest this podcast doing well and doing better in this podcast and feeling confident in myself because I do get a little nervous when I'm recording and I have a little bit of imposter syndrome. So I'm trying to manifest more confidence in what I'm doing again and more confidence in my ability and the fact that I know that I want to do this job for to help people and to do something good and to to not let myself get short-sighted by things like a changing algorithm or something so that's something I'm trying to manifest through or work through as well as oh we would like to know and I both like to own a place in New York probably in maybe two years so kind of a little farther out manifestation we have our current apartment until November of 2023 and then we either want to rent one more time somewhere else because we do think we need to try another area we've only ever lived in this apartment here we think we should rent one more time in another area for a year and then after that I think we are ready to buy but there's also a chance that at the end of this lease that maybe we just go ahead and buy something because when we looked at like the numbers with how much things are how expensive things are getting we could buy a place in Brooklyn or something we would actually in the end be saving money compared to how much we're spending on rent so buying a place is a big thing we are working really hard on saving right now and doing all of those things so I'll talk more about that whenever I have no on the podcast too because that's a good one the next question is how to not put so much pressure on yourself while manifesting I think if you have a lot of pressure on yourself, it's kind of making it unenjoyable and not fun. And you want the journey to be just as exciting as the destination. I sometimes feel like, have you ever had a big goal 
and you were so obsessed about it and then when it finally happened it just didn't feel that good and you're like oh I was expecting this to feel wonderful and exciting and now it just feels kind of a letdown I think that's sometimes because of the energy we put out on the way there I think the energy that you are putting out at least most of the time when you are working towards a goal should be aiming to match the type of energy you want for the end result so I mean if you are working towards a new job but this entire but you're super angry all the time and stressed and very ungrateful and which is very normal it's normal to feel these things but you're just feeling really pissed off about it and unhappy and you're like oh I don't want to have to work towards it and I just want it now and all that kind of stuff that when you get it you're going to have so much of that leftover energy that's going to kind of spill over into the results even if you get the results you're going to feel kind of like oh ah about it This is why I talk a lot about intentional living. So ask yourself, how do you want to feel with that end result or what you're trying to bring into your life? What is that feeling? And instead of only focusing right now on the physical thing you're trying to manifest, try and manifest more of that end result feeling now. Try and manifest feeling abundant now, feeling grateful, feeling proud, feeling confident, feeling empowered now that way you're already aligning yourself with that feeling and also I feel like that tends to make things happen a lot faster and even if it doesn't happen faster it's gonna feel better because what's the point of manifesting something that's gonna be empowering and confident and abundant if you're gonna feel crappy for the time it takes to get there so Obviously, emotions are normal, and you're going to have times when you feel hard on yourself, discouragement, jealousy, anger. I have all of these things as well, but whenever I can, I try to realign myself with the feelings that I want to feel in my overall life, which is what I talk about in consistency, where I want to manifest a consistent feeling for my life. I want to consistently feel safe and healthy and happy and proud of myself versus just thinking, oh, I want to manifest a new iPhone because a new iPhone might not make me feel very good. But if I just work on manifesting those feelings, then that's going to be a big, a big help and just make you feel better overall. So try and align more with those feelings and give yourself breaks. Realize that things are going to happen. It's going to work out and it's, it's going to be fine. Okay. I love you. So the next question is how to get past discouragement when you're not seeing results. I think a good, I think it's normal to feel discouraged, like we just said, but a big thing is to focus on gratitude for what you have now. My friend Julia, who I mentioned in my last podcast as well, just talked about this on Instagram, how she was telling her boyfriend that she was feeling really stuck in her business and she's had amazing growth. And it's funny because sometimes we don't see our own growth and she's had this, she's, her social media has grown so fast and she's become like a full-time coach and, you know, Uh, manifest entrepreneur like business owner it's really awesome to see how fast she's grown and how much impact she's have had but think of what she was saying she was telling her boyfriend like I feel so stuck in my business and I feel like nothing's happening and her boyfriend was like okay you want me to tell you the truth I don't want to hurt your feelings and she was like no I want to know what is the truth and he was like I think you're lacking gratitude right now and she said that really kind of rocked her because then she was able to look around and think oh my gosh you're right And that she was lacking the gratitude of what she had right now. And I think we all can get like that and kind of all learn a lesson from that. I thought it was really awesome that she shared. Because for myself, sometimes I get really discouraged for my podcast not being where I want it to be. Or my YouTube not doing the way way it used to be. Or something not happening. And then then I just have to sit and look around. I'm like, Lindsay, look at where you're living. Look at where you are compared to where you were before. 
and not and you may be like okay but you're living in this new york city apartment yes but even five years ago when i was living in columbus ohio i was still i had moved out of my hometown i was no longer in a toxic environment i was nourishing a relationship with my soon my future husband and didn't even know it and it's I mean, I kind of knew. <laughs> I, had, I had a feeling. But it's the gratitude of what you have and what you've built so far that's going to help keep you going. So gratitude lists may seem a little cheesy, but you've got to do them. Think every single day, wake up and ask yourself, what are three things you're grateful for? And go in on it. Don't just be like, I'm grateful. I used to say things like, I'm grateful for my husband, my apartment and my job. Okay, we get that. But what else? Like be grateful for the little tiny things that you don't think of that actually bring gratitude into your body. Like I am so grateful that I have a roof over my head because then I remember there are people that literally do not. And that does floor me with gratitude. Or I am so grateful that not only that I have a job, but I have a job where I work from home and I am creating content that I'm proud of. Or maybe yours is, I am so grateful that I have the health to get up every day and go to school and work towards my future goals. I am so grateful that uh, I'm surrounded by people that care about me. I'm so grateful for the food that I'm eating right now. Think of the little tiny things that make you feel, and they're not even tiny, they are big things. Just instead of those vague, I'm grateful for my friends, my family, like try and make it a little more detailed and really make yourself feel grateful for it. You can even close your eyes if you want a little bit and kind of visualize the things that you're grateful for in detail. You could even visualize beautiful moments that you are grateful for. I love to visualize whenever I like forget about how far I've come. I like to visualize the moment that I won the Avalon contest because I was standing on stage with three other or two other people that had entered and the host said my name and I dropped to the floor and I was sobbing and I was like overwhelmed with gratitude but also relief that my life could literally just change like that. And so I like to relive that moment in my head whenever I can and my body just feels so good after. And then if you are still feeling discouraged, visualize the grat- the grateful moments or a moment when things just were going really right and then visualize the future moments that you're waiting for attach that gratitude to that future moment that you're waiting for to remind you like one day you're going to feel just as grateful for that moment because it's going to happen so be grateful for what you have now while waiting for the next moment because before you know it you'll have the next moment and you'll be like oh Man, I'm discouraged for the next thing and then the next thing. So it's never going to feel good until we start being grateful for what we have now. Okay, next question is how to make a consistent manifesting routine and stick to it. I think it's really important to maybe make a list, get clear with yourself on what you want your future life to look like not just one item. A manifesting routine should not be about manifesting one specific item or a trip or a boyfriend. It should be about the way you want your life to feel, the overall habits you want to have. I want you to visualize your higher self. There are so many good higher self meditations out on YouTube where you can like meet your higher self and ask them questions about like, oh, what is my life like or what habits should I have? And it's, they're so beautiful. Look for them on YouTube. I promise you, you will love it. And visualize like really seeing your future self and asking them what is it that I need to do now? What are the habits that I, my best self already would have? Or the, the, the version of me that has all of my dreams have come true. What are the habits I have? What are the things that I'm doing every day? And then stop and write down, make a list of the things that you can already out of those, that, that list. What can you do now? 
which of those can you do now? So if my future self wakes up early and eats a filling breakfast and makes sure to go on a walk, I can do that now. Yes. Now, if your future self lives in a different country and, you know, maybe you're like your future self, you want to live abroad and go and get coffee from like a local coffee shop. Maybe you can't do that yet, but you can wake up in the home that you have now and make your own coffee and sit and um, feel grateful for what you have, like we just said, but while attaching it to that future moment, while still doing those things now, doing whatever you can now to align yourself with those future things. And those are not just about manifesting. That is overall self-growth and wellness by creating abundant routines and habits that are just going to make you a much happier, healthier person along the way, whatever that means to you. So it could be that you create a routine where Monday through Friday, you get up at a certain time and you meditate for the, and you've never wanted to meditate, but now you're like, you know what? I know my future self will be grateful for it. So you wake up and you meditate and maybe you journal and you drink your coffee and you think of the things you're grateful for, or maybe it's part of your routine is going out and meeting new people and networking with people that may help you in the future. So I think it's different for everyone, but I think it's really important to start doing things that will align you with your goals. I think sometimes we think, oh, my manifesting routine has to be scripting or has to be meditation or has to be this. No, it has to be what works for you. It has to be what you know that your best self would be doing, not what my best self would be doing, your best self. So for me, if you are curious what I do, It's not the same every single day, but I love to get up and I like to drink my coffee or my matcha. I've been really mainly into matcha lately and I like to drink it in silence. I am working on the habits I'm working on. I talked about sitting in silence more. So that is my time where I'm just being quiet and just letting my brain kind of empty out and clear out for the day. I like to drink my coffee or my matcha in quiet and just be, just literally be. And then I like to either meditate or journal every day. I don't I don't do the, I don't do both every single day. Sometimes I do, but I just feel like it's easier for me to pick one. So some days I wake up and I feel like journaling and I journal. Some days I wake up and I feel like meditating and I meditate. Some days I wake up and I don't feel like doing either. So I ask myself what's best for me right now. And then I end up usually meditating or journaling. And that's been a really helpful thing for me. And then I like to get some sunshine on my face if I can, especially, you know, before the winter comes back. So I go outside and I do a little walk or I take the dogs on a long walk and I put my face and I just feel the sun and I think of the things I'm grateful for. Those are the things that I do and they feel great. And I also love to dress intuitively, like I've mentioned. Every time that I'm getting dressed, I start to ask myself, how do I want to feel today? And then I will dress to match that feeling. You know, if I want to feel confident, then I dress in an outfit that will make me feel confident. I don't just wear what I'm already wearing and expect it to bring that confidence out. I will make myself match that feeling. And that can be with your outfit, your hair, anything the way you pose do some power poses in the mirror Um, you could put some sticky notes in your mirror that say like you know with some beautiful affirmations that you can bring about your day I love affirmations you can add a vision board onto your phone that you're seeing all day you can play empowering music you guys know I love my manifesting empowering music things that just make me feel incredible and good and have me moving my body and just getting out of all that like static energy those are things that I like to do throughout my life throughout my days every day is different but I think it's those little things but then also making sure 
you are working towards your actual goals, meaning if your goal is to become a full-time content creator, are you posting stuff on social media right now? Or are you like, oh, well, I'll do it one day um, and you're not actually posting? Well, maybe right now you could start every single day or like four or five days a week posting one thing on social media just to get used to it if you're trying to be a full-time content creator. And you can make sure that you're posting stuff that is aligned. I think inspired action is so much better than uninspired action, meaning if you have a goal of being a content creator, but you're so nervous that you're just posting something that you're not really proud of because you're like, you know what? I like photo A better, but photo A, like what if people don't like that one? So I'm going to post photo B because it's safer. That is uninspired action. If you ask yourself, what would my most empowered, inspired self do? And if that would be post photo A, then you post photo A. Basically is meaning work harder, not smarter, aligning with those feelings and those vibrations, your intuition, your intuition knows what you should be doing and just trying to see the opportunity around you as well when it comes to consistent manifesting because often there are so many opportunities around us but we are so busy thinking about what we don't have and feeling angry about what we don't have that we miss them so being open to new opportunity all the time that can come from a nice affirmation or meditation any of those things can help you become more aware just becoming aware of the fact that there is opportunity around you you just have to start looking for it and when that opportunity strikes you have those light bulb moments that you take them even if you're scared so That's how you create consistent manifesting routines is by inspired action, constantly pushing yourself to be your best self, resting as well. Obviously, rest is a big part of it and just taking care of yourself. Okay, the next question, and I really love this one, is what to do if you simply can't believe in manifestation? The question is, they actually sent this to me over a DM and I've just been waiting to answer this one. Um, She sent me a long DM. I won't read the whole thing because it's kind of personal, but basically saying that she has really wanted to believe in the law of attraction and that she's appreciated the different types of content, but she feels like, you know, everyone explains it differently and she isn't really entirely sure if she believes in it. And how to not just feel like it's dumb, especially when people around her constantly tell her that manifestation is not real. Okay, the reason that everyone says teaches manifestation differently is because everyone's reality is differently. The way I view manifestation might be vastly different from someone else, but that doesn't mean what works for me is wrong and that doesn't mean what works for them is wrong. Sometimes I like to speak about law of attraction and manifesting without using the words manifestation or law of attraction just to get the point across to people who don't believe in those key words because the words don't really matter. If I was to tell someone who doesn't believe in law of attraction and say, you know, the best way to create your dream life is to have an idea of what your dream life looks like, to take inspired or not even say inspired, to take action that is that comes from a place of love and integrity and to make sure that the things that you're doing every single day are getting you closer to the job that you want or the the outcome that you want to talk to yourself kindly and to talk about your goals kindly as much as you can and to start working on proper routines and habits and building a foundation for your future and to if if you're you know if you're goal isn't working to focus on a smaller goal that gives you experience and to start being the person that you need to be for when those opportunity comes meaning if you are trying to become a public speaker to start practicing your public speaking now because you never know when someone could ask you to be on their next TED talk or a podcast and I think someone that doesn't believe in the law of attraction would be like you know what 
I would also agree with all the things that you just said. And I bet if I said things like, oh, and I also believe that, you know, the reason mindset and believing in possibility matters is because from a psychology standpoint, if you're constantly having tunnel vision about all the bad things in your life, um, while bad things obviously are part of life and I think we should be allowed to feel those, if we never like look up at the opportunity around us, it's pretty common for people to miss out on opportunity because they're not thinking about the opportunity around them and they're not looking for it and I think someone who doesn't believe in law of attraction would probably be like oh so hard work dedication taking action that doesn't come from self-sabotaging not procrastinating uh, surrounding yourself with people and networking with the right people taking chances those all actually sound like really good things but sometimes the moment you put manifestation or law of attraction on it people instantly are like I don't believe in that And I think it's because there's a lot of people that share all of these techniques that are like drink water that helps you manifest and scripting. I talk a lot about scripting and visualizing and all of these different things. And I think that makes people confused. And while I love to talk about scripting and visualization, I'm never going to say, oh, this scripting activity is going to be the one thing that gets you what you want in life. No, if you script about wanting your dream job, but you just sit on the couch all day and you never actually apply for the job, do different work things that get or go to school or study or do research online or, you know, use the the Google University, basically I'm saying just Google and, you know, figure out all of the skills that you need and work on having those skills to have that job and you never even go after the job. Scripting is not going to get you there. You have to still actually go out and put the work in. But the problem is sometimes we can't figure out what we want in life. We are so hard on ourselves because of people around us that have made us feel bad about ourselves. And we just don't know how to get there. We don't know what action to take. We might be taking action from a self-sabotaging place. And these activities are not actually about getting the goal. You know, it's it's not an instant, it's not magic. These activities are helping you unlock your subconscious and teaching your subconscious and your intuition what you are looking for. It's called subconscious bias. You know, your brain wants to match what you tell it. If you tell your brain over and over and over that everyone else outside is trying to kidnap you, of course, when you go outside, you're gonna be very, very anxious and you're not gonna wanna go outside very much. But if you start visualizing all these amazing things coming true, like people being kind to you and loving you and you loving yourself and going outside and seeing lots of opportunity, then your brain is going to be like, wait, I want to go outside. I want to go outside and see what opportunity is out there. So these activities just help you see the potential in your life and the potential that you have already within you. But then obviously you have to get up and act on that potential. So that's the difference is sometimes I think it gets muddled down a little bit because, you know, it's very normal, especially with social media, because the algorithms, we have to sort of put the keywords in the titles, like the scripting and stuff like that. But you've got to really listen to the the small words that people are saying. And it's obviously there are probably some people that teach it in a scammy way. I'm not talking about those people, but a lot of people are saying you've got to work for it. And often I'll have people say like, oh, I scripted and I visualized and it didn't come true. And I'm like, well, what else did you do? Because you got to get up and do the work for your dream life. You know, it's not going to just get handed to you. I wish it was that easy, but if I thought it was that easy um, or if I had, you know, never gotten up and worked for things, I would still be back in my hometown. And back to just thinking, like just not believing it in general. uh, I love what I mentioned before is Elizabeth Gilbert says you have to believe in magic to see magic. And sometimes even though I say like it's not magic, like there is a bit 
there's also a bit of what I believe in. It, it is, it does feel magical. You know, it is like an energy thing because we attract what we are. And that is why when I was in a really bad place, uh, when it came to relationships and I didn't know how to communicate and I liked, I was fighting and all this different stuff. I attracted people that were the same, but when I was working on myself, I attracted Noah, who was someone who was also willing to work on those things because we sort of tolerate the things that we give ourselves. Meaning if you're super nice to yourself and you respect yourself, you probably aren't going to tolerate people that treat you like garbage. So it's, it's about working on being on knowing your worth and knowing that you deserve these things but it also like I'm saying it does feel like a bit of energy and some parts of it feel like magic in a way um and I hope that's not confusing because I think it's up to you whether or not you want to see it as magic or you want to see it as the real world you can see it as whatever you want that's the point is that what I believe doesn't necessarily doesn't mean it's always right it may be right for me but what you believe is what matters and so what I want to challenge someone who's like oh well I don't believe in any of this stuff and I don't believe that speaking kindly to myself matters or I don't believe in any of this and people are saying it's dumb what if you just allowed yourself to be delusional if that's what you want to call it I love on YouTube people uh, on TikTok there's a phrase there's like a trend going around it's like be delusional and the people share their stories about being delusional I have mine pinned to the top of my TikTok profile it's a it's about my Avalon story and I that's what happened with me is I had never heard of the law of attraction the first time I watched the secret I thought it was ridiculous but then I literally told myself what if Like, how am I going to know? Because your brain only knows what it knows. If my brain has never been open to the possibility of this working, then of course I'm going to have this mindset of, of course that's not going to work. But what if I just let myself act as if and believe that this fairy tale thing could happen and just see what happens? And then I saw the power of it working and that changed my mind. That changed my mindset about it. So, sorry, there's, I don't know if you can hear that. There's a... I think, what are they called? A cruise ship outside. Um, and it's like honking behind me. Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear that, but what if you just let yourself try to believe and just see what happened? Just be open to it. Just simply say, you know, I'm open to it. Cause obviously it seems like you're asking that, that you are curious. So be open to it and let yourself just for like one month, give yourself like one easy attainable goal and see what happens if you let yourself go all in. And even if it doesn't happen, how do you feel at the end of it? You know, um, so it comes with a little bit of just allowing yourself to act as if, to let yourself be a little delusional. I used to talk a lot about creating your sim, uh, your sim self, which is, you know, if if I'm not happy with the way my beliefs are, sometimes I would pretend that, you know, I was, I had a sim that was really kind to myself. And when I, when I, my Lindsay self, would feel like imposter syndrome for going to an event, like an influencer event, I'd feel really like really, really down on myself because I've never really felt like I fit in in the influencer community. That's a whole other story. And I just felt like I was left out at a lot of events. I've had a lot of like little things happen where I just didn't feel the best about myself. So I created like in my mind, my sim self where it's like Lindsay point two that acts as if she's, you know, confident and she doesn't care if people don't speak to her at the event. She goes up to people first and, and she has fun and just like goes out of, gets out of her shell and I would just pretend that that was me for the night and then I realized when I got home that was actually me there is no sim me I just allowed my step self to step into different shoes um that helped me feel that I don't know just become that version of myself because we can be whoever we want to be so hopefully that helps and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as well I love you so much and I will if you if you don't mind please give it a five star or just a a rating five stars wonderful if you would wherever you're listening and I will talk to you all very very soon love ya bye